But I just can't live without your loving and affection Giving me direction we are listening to Breed on a Wednesday afternoon here on the Muster, of course. Wednesday night country, thanks to Tony and Nathan. 7 o'clock, thanks to Regional Ford and Institutional Radio. So, if I have ever heard one, um, it's brilliant listening to if you get the chance. 7 o'clock this evening on Hokanui. Uh, Howie Morrison, next guest up, of course, uh, Willow Bank Farmer and Alliance Board Director. Howie, how's things? Yeah, kia ora, Andy. That was a nice cruisy lead-in um, on the ham piece this morning, so maybe I should have a you know, bit of music like that just to keep me going for the morning. Well, you probably want a bit of Metallica or something like that on a ham piece, wouldn't you? Yeah, only through the, uh, only through the easy <laughs> crutch, Andy, so you just keep a steady pace all morning. Yeah, what's happening this morning when you're doing the crutching? What's happening there? Oh, I just started yesterday, Andy. We'll run all the ewes over the easy crutch um, just uh, this week and clean them up. They're all short... Uh, Late uh, late summer and um, try to keep a pretty clean fleece through the winter, but just by giving them this uh, touch up now means they're pretty good right through to weaning. Um, you know, without having to look at them again. When did you share them? Uh, they were they must have been March, Sean. We try and take everything through to March, Sean here, Andy. Um, so you've got a decent wool length for warmth on the winter, but. Um, not a long wool length because we went through everything on Swedes and fodder beet here and animal welfare to, to keep them keep them uh, relatively clean in the mud is we find pretty important and a big advantage. So you're still good on the handpiece of bird or is young Lockie doing the bulk of the work or is it a sheep workload? <laughs> no, we've got a good team here, Ross. I've got to say he's still the fastest. He's, he uh, had the most experience. But no, we've um, two on the handpiece, two crutch easy go or two uh, racehorse going and then some good young people hunting up but Lockie's subbed in for me right now so I can chat away Andy. You know, he's got tennis tonight remember that. Yeah I know he's young and fit. <laughs> um, you're talking about putting everything on crop through the winter how's it gone? Uh, look the, the crop's good what's interesting now is just this is the first time they've probably been off and we've had a really close look at them obviously the, the, you're looking at everyone and there's a, there's a few that um, we need to probably take out but we're doing doing that next week we'll run everything through and do some body condition work they're all uh, body condition scored at mating so it's interesting the, the absolute uh sort of i shouldn't say the tail end but the ones that haven't handled the conditions as well to take them out and just see if there's a if there's a genetic picture or something because because most of them are looking really good and it's um you know just that bottom five percent you've often got to look after so they've got through the crop season or they'll stay on crop a bit longer, obviously. They're looking not too bad, all things considered. Yeah, no, they're going to have to stay on crop right up till the end of August, Andy. That's what we try and do, keep them um, June, July, August um, on crop and they get a bit of bit of baleage supplement. But just um, keeping their body condition up on that, um, we find we can we can do that. We put the younger animals, the ram hoggets, and new hoggets go on Swedes, which is higher protein, but the fodder beet and the good yields you can get on that, the carbohydrates uh, seems to be pretty good for maintenance of the older animals. As far as Alliance goes, Howie, how's everything going? The, the bovine backlog that people have talked about, have you heard anything further with that? Yeah, no, look, that's all That's all dealt with, Andy. Um, you know, uh, the sort of minimum kills, obviously, at the moment in the ovine space, and there'll be... Uh, Shut down for plant maintenance happening. Uh, you've got that national network, so we'll be able to kill somewhere. But, uh, you know, often now you don't get a big window, sort of three, four weeks as max all you get to um, to do all the R&M you have to on those plants. Because that's just a season, isn't it? Bobby calves starting up sooner than later too, I suppose. 
Yeah, that starts season, and we've done a lot of reconfiguration so we can actually uh, fill the shoulder seasons in different plants. Um, keeps your efficiencies up, which is uh, which is great for the for your uh, your margins. Uh, we can earn and then back to farmers, but it also creates longer seasons in some of those communities too. So it's um, you know it's a, it's a better employment option, and that's something which we really want to do for our people is make it a you know a good a good full season job for them. And, um, you know, where they can upskill and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a genuine career. How's the worker situation been with Alliance? Because you're seeing the billboards wherever you drive for all the meat companies. Um, how are you? How's it looking over the board? Oh, I think every industry is facing the same thing, Andy. It's not specifically the meat companies. It's, uh, you know, and it's not the meat companies that you're necessarily competing with. It's actually your regional workforce. So, um, you know, you're competing with your TYs, you're competing with your farm workers, your yeah. contractors, electrical workers. And there is, um, you know, we'll acknowledge that it was a certainly a challenge to us last year. And one of the reasons that it was, um, you know, we, we couldn't kill up the capacity because we just didn't have a workforce to do that. Yeah, that's a fair comment, I suppose. It's just something going forward. You're talking about dairy workers um, gradually getting them. The borders are supposed to be opening heck. I think it may be at the first, you know, in the next week or so properly to people from other countries actually allow back into New Zealand proper. So perhaps then we can start getting a bit more of a workforce together, especially rurally. Look, you, you can, Andy, but the other thing is, the, you know, within our industry and within our company, we want to make it a really good career to have. So we're doing a lot of work on qualifications, upskilling those um, workers um, so that they can, uh, you know, transfer it to different departments or a different part of the country if they ever leave there. Um, you know, we put a, we put a voluntary uh, wage increase onto our, all our workers last year just to compensate them for that extra that they were going through. And, um, you know, we want to create pathways, uh, you know, for, for meaningful employment. And that's, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of engagement work with their salaried and wage workforce. And, you know, we're getting good engagement and, you know, we're getting the message on the things we've got to do and also the things that we're doing really well. Hey, we'll leave it there, Howie. We'll let you get back on the handpiece. We don't want Lockheed to um, have to do more than five minutes, OK? So we'll let you go. Yeah, all good. We'll uh, <laughs> talk to you next time, Andy. Good on you, Howie. Appreciate it as always. Howie Morrison there, we'll cut him off there, apologies Howie, Howie Morrison there out of Willowbank, um, busy at the moment and yeah, no, fair point as well regarding Alliance and just getting people involved and making it a career and not just a job, it's a good way to look at it too, so people have to find innovative ways of putting um, employment opportunities across this way, so interesting how that pans out. Uh, before we finish up for the hour on the muster, uh, Tessa Prentice 2IC, she's up next.